Aloha, and welcome to another episode of the Have Aloha Will Travel podcast. We are now on episode 101, mm-hmm. 101. Um, we're starting our second season, um, another 100 episodes. We're, we're getting that started. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice because now I can finally remember like what episode number we're on again because yeah. it's like kind of restarting, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, when we got to like 68, 40, you know, 7, I, I get kind of confused. But now we're just 101. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, Grace Maeda, co-host of the Hubble Hubble Travel Podcast? I'm doing pretty well. It's, you know, a beautiful day. Stuck inside working, but it's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, because I mentioned to you earlier, we went, uh, my roommates and I went to the Eddie, so that was super exciting yesterday. Pretty right. historic event for a lot of right. reasons. Um, yeah, so that's a that's crazy because the Eddie, um, you know, is kind of notorious, especially this one, I feel like, because it's kind of the first one in a while. Mm-hmm. It's notorious for getting and finding parking and getting down there and yeah. all of that. That's, that's a big wave uh, surfing event at Waimea Bay, by the way. For people who do not know, it's held whenever the waves are good enough, they say that the waves call the day or the bay mm-hmm. calls the day. Um, and the day was yesterday, um, Sunday, January 22nd. And now we are actually recording this on Monday, January 23rd. Mm-hmm. So Grace, yes. what was it like? Our reporter on the street. What yes. was the, how was it? Oh, it was, it was so exciting. Um, definitely a lot of people, but everyone there, it was just a huge spectacle. So everyone was also super thrilled to be there watch these massive waves um it's just they like were huge yeah and it's really impressive just to see the sheer magnitude of mother nature and what happens on the north shore and then also let alone like surfers paddling out into these massive insane waves and they're like minuscule and they're surfing right. like mountains of water and like it's like getting when you fall it's like getting hit by an avalanche yeah. and you're like surfing things the size of like two three four-story buildings like that's insane um yeah they say um they said some one of the biggest waves ridden yesterday was about 60 feet wow um, which is huge that is like that's insane that's like half the size of the apartment complex i'm living in right now Um, right yeah and that's i mean it's really cool that you're able to go like in person and -hmm. because yeah you really do get like a whole different you know i was watching it on tv which honestly, like, it's kind of funny because like people are always like, yeah, you go to the editing, but you're just watching it on your phone anyways, because it's you can get a better view. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, going in person, you can really feel how big the waves are on the North Shore. You can hear them. You right. feel them rumble on the ground. Mm-hmm. It's it's really cool. Yeah, I took a bunch of photos. So they're on our Instagram account and some reels. But you it doesn't do it justice. Honestly, like you can't it still it's hard to tell how big these waves are um and it's just so impressive too like i'm so in awe of the people that go out there and surf them and this year it was really exciting because it was the first year that females were competing um right so, there were six six female competitors yeah. and i think um, two, yeah. two were from maui so i was always i'm always cheering on all the maui surfers so yeah page uh page alms is from maui right yeah, yeah. And then there was also another female surfer and then Kai Lenny, Ian Walsh, and some other people were also from Maui. So yeah. Oh dude, Maui representing. Exactly. So it was fun. And then the winner, I think that is insane. It's um Luke Shepherdson, who is yep. uh city and county lifeguard on the North Shore. Right. The Just all a the guy. Pros. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a, a small town hero at the, mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. And it's so cool too for him because like 
again, the Eddie doesn't happen very often. You know, there's only been, oh man, what's the number? Eight, nine Eddies? This was the 10th. This was the 10th. There's only been 10 Eddies. So he's like, you know, this guy, Luke Shepardson, obviously a really great waterman to be able to handle waves like this. And, you know, he's a, yeah, Waimea lifeguard. Um, But yeah, he's on this like short list of essentially like people who've won the Eddie. There's only 10 of you. Um, So it's, that's quite the achievement for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, my question to you, Grace, is what time did you drive down? Because uh, getting to to the Eddie is is a nightmare for some people. Yeah, we left our house at 420. It just happened to be that time. We wanted to leave at four. Right. No, we our plan was to leave at four, but then like. Right. Things we, happen. Things happen. We didn't really get moving until like, yeah, 415. So we were on the road five minutes later um, and. We were up there pretty was, quickly. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't too much traffic at that time or yeah, at that time there wasn't. There was definitely a lot. And there were people we talked to people who had camped out the night before or got there at 2 30 in the morning. Um right. so it wasn't too too bad. But yeah, I'm glad we went and I'm glad that we were able to just experience the spectacle and yeah, right. kind of like this huge historic moment. Right. Yeah. Cause it doesn't happen very often. And yeah, I mean the, the Eddie yesterday, it was a really good one also. I mean, there, it was really great conditions. The waves were really good. You know, sometimes the Eddie goes off, but then not a lot of waves get ridden or it ends up getting kind of windy or different, but I would say, yeah, the, the Eddie yesterday really just kind of kept getting better and better. Yeah. It was funny. I had actually went down to the North shore to visit my parents the night before the Eddie. So on mm-hmm. Saturday, and even then like just driving down, there were people camped out at 6 yeah. p.m. on Saturday. Like, it was crazy. And then when um, we left around 10 p.m., um, if it was weird. It was like Coachella or some something. <laughs> like, it yeah. was like a lot of, like, young, trendy people, like, all by their cars, you mm-hmm. know, playing music. Things were happening. I was like, wow, this is weird. This is like a like a party vibe, like a festival almost for, the, mm-hmm. for them. Um, which is like, you know, I, I grew up chasing eddies i guess um you know me and my dad we would go camp on the cliffs um when i was a kid and you know you heard that eddie was going to be called and i remember that being a different thing i don't remember like a lot of young hip people like partying or anything right. I mean, it was a it was a different thing but i mean it was, it was a cool cool environment cool atmosphere mm-hmm. and yeah i'm glad you could go that's that's crazy you know again the next one might not happen for another 10 years yeah it could happen next year yeah <laughs> you never know yeah, you just never know, like, where you're going to be, you know, five years from now. Who knows if you'll still be on Oahu. Maybe you'll be on vacation. Like, you know, it's just there's right. you never know the circumstances. So it worked out. I'll be here. <laughs> I'll be right here five years from now. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so that's a great update. Thanks for that, Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the other thing we want to talk about in this episode uh, was we have a new magazine out? Yay! Whoa! On on shelves. Uh, it's been on out on shelves for a little bit now, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, this is our very confusingly named Winter 2023 issue, um, which makes sense when you think about it because it did come out in the winter of 2023. Um, but yeah, it's our ultimate getaways issue. Yes. And we yes. really love it. I love the cover. Me too. <laughs> yeah. We I think it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll fight for this cover, but I think this cover is great. It's in Waikiki, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's got a couple of lady surfers all sharing a sweet party wave and just crystal clear blue Waikiki waters. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know for a fact it's in Waikiki because uh, we had to check with the photographer uh, mm-hmm. for the location. And yeah, it was it was a great issue. 
Um, we're going to do a little sneak peek. We're going to talk about a couple of the stories that we did. Um, we're not going to talk about all of them mm-hmm. um, because we definitely want you guys to run out and buy the issue for yourselves to read all the fun stories. But Grace, did you have a, a, a particular story that you really loved from this magazine just working on or even one that you just were editing? Yeah. Well, Laura Dornbush, who is a freelancer, I really enjoyed the Paniolo barbecue reading about that. I mean, I think partly because I grew up near Mokowau, I have an affinity for that type of culture and, you know, over and similar over in Waimea on the Big Island. So I really just enjoyed reading it. And I thought the photos turned out amazing and beautiful. And it's just a unique thing that, you know, they're having these barbecue dinners that you can go and learn about Paniolo culture, eat really good food, you know, square dance, like all of it. (laughs) I really like the square dancing. Right. So yeah, Yeah. she wrote, she wrote about a Paniolo dinner in Waimea of the big Island. Um, Mm -hmm. And they've been, they had been doing it for a long time and then they had to stop because of COVID-19. And they just recently resumed to doing it once again. Uh, Ooh, I'm going to pull up the name of it real quick. But yeah, they're um, they were talking about how uh, at the end of the night they have a live band playing, which I'm always a fan of live music. But then more than that, uh, they'll teach you how to line dance, which mm-hmm. is great. Uh, it's Kahua Ranch, right? Uh, yeah. On the Big Island, um, yeah, and they've they've had a long history in Paniola culture themselves. The ranch they have a really long history there, and yeah, one of my favorite uh, pictures we can just share it right here uh, is this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just with a guy just talking story about the history of the ranch you know telling telling the diners and the people who visiting just you know a lot of the history of the ranch and i think yeah paniolo culture the the hawaiian cowboy culture there's just so much history behind it um and i think this is just like a really fun intimate way to kind of yeah get, get to know the history i guess yeah you, you grew up around makwa you said grace yes yeah of country so it's did you ever go to any um any rodeos, any any yeah. Paniolo events? Oh, of really? Course. Yeah. Um, the Fourth of July rodeo is like the biggest deal ever on Maui, especially like upcountry because oh. it's like a small really? little town. Yeah. So I have no idea. Yeah, wow, the but... biggest deal ever. That's like it's, this is the <laughs> okay, event. That's, of the... that's maybe dramatic. That's a little dramatic. I'm sure there's bigger events on Maui that happen. Um, but Fourth of July, that is kind of what people do is go up to the rodeo. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you you've gone. Mm-hmm. You've gone to the rodeo. What is what is that like? I mean, sorry, tangent, but I'm, I've I never gone to a rodeo. I I don't know. Oh, there's just different events, and so there's like different food that you can buy. You sit in the stands. They have different. There's like team. I don't know the correct terms for the events, but you know people <laughs> are riding roping. the horse. There's lassoing. yeah, there's roping, roping, lassoing. You know, it's just um yeah, and it's cool because I think like even with the Eddie, there's always like subsect cultures here in Hawaii and then being right. able to like see that you know you get to if you're on the north shore you get to see the surfers if you're up country you get to see you know the people that are, live off of like pastures and cattle and you know that's their lifestyle so you know yeah. you get a glimpse into that and what right. I've always thought was unique with like Paniolo culture is that there's on like almost every island there's a little community of it you know you can find it across all the islands basically right um, yeah like on the Big Island, on Molokai, there's even some in Kauai. So they have rodeos as well. So yeah, it's kind of just a right. interesting glimpse. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know it's like such a uh, a blind spot for me because yeah, I feel like on Oahu, I would say Oahu is really the only island that doesn't really <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't really know where where the the cowboy culture is here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I've never 
you know, before visiting Waimea on the big island, I had never really even experienced Paniolo culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, it really is like a culture over there. Like, yeah, they got like cowboy boots, like yeah, the hats, everything. The hats. Yeah, it's it's really they're really into it. Um, yeah. And I think like because on Maui, like this is more back in the day. And I've also heard this is how it was in Waimea. Like people just ride their horses around town. Like they don't, cool. you know, need to have to like drive, you know, people. Dang, that's wild. Me, yeah. They told me they used to ride their horse to school and like things like that. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I mean. Yeah, that's awesome. Happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen, but. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It's like the closest thing we get to that is that I, we see like horseback tours on the North Shore. Like, but mm-hmm. that's, that's the closest I've ever gotten to, to Paniolo <laughs> culture. Um, right. Yeah, one of my um sorry, jumping back to the yeah. issue. What are your favorite I stories? I really liked our photo contest this year. I oh. had kind of said it before, but um it was we really had some yeah. We had some really great photos. And you know what? The the winning the grand prize winning photo um is really timely right now. Yeah. It's in White Man Bay. <laughs> yeah. Uh and it's it's just a really dramatic shot. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, no, I you know, we do the photo contest every single year and we do, we always get, you know, really great submissions year after year. Um, but some years it's, you know, I, I'm able, I'm the one who kind of cools down the list. <laughs> so if you're wondering why your photo didn't get picked, it's probably it's because of me. <laughs> it's 100% my fault um, is because I cool down the list because we have, a, you know, a thousand in, uh, mm-hmm. submissions and we got to make it down to eight. Um, and you know, sometimes that those, that process is easier than others. You know, I can cool it down faster, but this year I was having like a dilemma. I was like, I, don't want, <laughs> I want all of these pictures to win. Yeah. Um, and even when we kind of went, you know, we, after I cooled down the list and then we, we take it to the <laughs> staff and then the staff votes, um, internally, we have art directors, we have other teams, art directors, we have photographers, uh, all voting. Um, there was like a lot of ties, which is really annoying to deal with because then uh, then we just have to take it to another meeting where we Mm -hmm. break the ties um so yeah no it was like a really spectacular photo contest and i think that alone um you know is kind of worth worth the issue um i also think that like our um categories that we have right now uh land people ocean wildlife and then also sunrise and sunset which is like uh really fantastic I think people are really kind of locked into those categories now. Like people really know what to submit um, when it comes to those. This is our second year or maybe even our third year we've been doing these categories. Um, But yeah, I think it's just like really killer, killer shots from everyone. Did you have a favorite photo in the photo? Oh, I was just about to ask you. I had two. I definitely like. You have two? Yeah. I like Peter Pang's. I love like night sky photography. I love seeing the stars. Um, Right. That's a huge thing like that I love. And then the other, both of these, I like the um, people categories. Right. Um, I think this one's really fun, uh, the children playing, and there's like a cute little backstory with it. And then also um, the Pearl Harbor one is just also incredible. I think there's a lot going on in this. And, you know, it's not necessarily the stereotype, like what you think of, like what you photography, you know, it's not some beach, it's not some outdoors thing, but this is also very huge thing in um our history here so yeah right definitely yeah the runner-up for people that that pearl harbor shot um i just love the way that it was shot you know very it's a very quiet photo but there's a lot of intent there there's a lot of emotion there Mm -hmm. um i think that's really great yeah my i mean i'm a sucker for um 
for like ocean photography. Um, and I really liked Andy Stenz's. He, this was the winner of the uh, ocean mm-hmm. uh, category. And I just, it's such a unique shot. You know, you, you really yeah. rarely ever get to see the clouds and the rainbow from above. You know, normally yeah. you're looking up at the clouds and the rainbow. Um, mm-hmm. And I just love that shot. There was another shot that I really appreciated in here too. I mean, we have, we have, I'm not going to show the wildlife photos because there's a really cute one in here. And if yeah. you want to see it, you're going to have to buy the issue um, <laughs> yeah. because it's a really adorable shot of a monk seal. That's all you're going to get. Um, but then also this runner up shot, um, for our sunrise and sunset. Uh, these are just all the colors I enjoy <laughs> pretty much. Like I love pastels, yeah. uh, so pastel blue, pastel pink, um, especially this time of day too, is kind of my favorite time of day. Um, yeah, it's a sunrise. Uh, I'm never awake for sunrise. So maybe that's why it's my favorite is that I like so rarely get to see it. Yeah. So it's super special for you. <laughs> it's yeah, it's special when I see it because then I'm like, oh, wow, I'm actually like awake. Mm-hmm. uh during this time that's that's surprising yeah um yeah and then there was a couple other uh there was one let's see let's see sorry i'm looking at the issue right now yeah there's just a lot of really great great uh stories i was actually i really liked your story grace your escape to the falls oh yeah it was fun right the hike. yeah it, it sounded like a long hike too like i, I really got the uh i really got the sense that you're kind of on the on the trail for a while with the hike yeah we were we were honestly where did you go uh the mono willie falls and so the original trail that's like only a mile or so is closed so you can still access the falls but you have to take a longer like six mile route uh and there's some there's some things you have to cross (laughs) there's some things you have to cross it's pretty it's relatively flat until one section and so the thing with these types of hikes I don't mind when you go up at first, because then when you're tired, you walk downhill. But this is the type where right. you have to walk down to see the falls. Uh, and then when you're tired, you have to walk back up. You got to climb out. Yeah. Right, so it makes right, it a little right. bit tough. But yeah, it was just, I always think with Oahu, it's so interesting because there's so many, you know, people think of it as like Waikiki and Honolulu. And there's a lot of like highways and skyscrapers and things that you don't right. other islands but there's also a lot of trails which i found fun here yeah. uh, versus like maui i feel like there's a lot more opportunities to hike and explore the outdoors which seems interesting um and right. so that was kind of the intent behind right doing a trail story in the first place was to like explore a new hike and you know get out of the city and absolutely yeah yeah it's it's funny yeah you're you're definitely right about that like honolulu it's like yeah it's so urbanized but like if you look a little bit if you look kind of hard you can actually find like a lot of really nice trails even within mm-hmm. the city like you're not even really leaving honolulu at all right i remember oh boy this was a long time ago already four years ago maybe oh man i'm dating myself <laughs> <laughs> uh, four or five years ago i did a rock climbing uh story with a mm-hmm. local rock climbing group here. And they asked me to meet them at this uh, trail. Ah, I forget it now, but it was like right in Honolulu. It was right mm-hmm. by one of the cemeteries. And I, I went in there because uh, they asked me to hike in a little bit because that's where they were doing the rock climbing thing. They had a big rock, you know, that they're trying to climb. Uh, and it was gorgeous in there. And it, I was literally like, I parked in the neighborhood, like mm-hmm. in, you know, Honolulu. I'm not, I'm not going to East Side or North Shore or anything. I'm not right. leaving the city. And it was gorgeous in there. It was like this wonderful, there was a little stream, there was a little waterfall. And this was just two minutes away from this parking lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was, it was wild. 
Oh, I forget the name of it now, but that's what this story definitely reminded me of. You know, you're not, you're definitely not that far out of the city, but it definitely seems like you are mm-hmm. in a whole different world. Um, yeah. And it sounded like a lot of work, <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. But I mean, also though, we had this one, right? I mean, oh yes, of course. Correct? Our teacher. I did. I didn't get to stay here or like, I didn't get to go here specifically. Okay. This is the um, Treehouse Dining at the Hotel, Hotel Wailea Relaxing Chateau um, that is on Maui. Um, this was their Treehouse Dining experience, which uh, was, I think, about $2,500. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a six-hour dining experience where you wow. and one other person have a personal chef. And not just like any chef, like a well-known chef um, from like local or they'll like fly a chef in. And they'll just do a whole seven course meal for you and your, mm-hmm. you know, your significant other if you have one. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, our, so, yeah, sorry. Explain the feature. Uh, this is our, our main feature of the issue. It's right on the cover, Ultimate Getaways. Um, yeah, we just wanted to write about some really beautiful accommodations um, and like not not just hotels, I guess, but like, mm-hmm. you know, just beautiful places to stay kind of things that we would consider an ultimate getaway, depending on what kind of type of, of traveler you are. Yeah. Right. Like you, you did not stay, I would say at a, your average hotel grace. Right. I stayed at kind of like a B and B place on Kauai. And so you stayed at like this beautiful tropical tree house in Kauai yeah. that had a, the best pool I've ever seen. You're really I, downplaying it. <laughs> yeah. I still think about that pool and that experience so much. Um, yeah. I think with the feature, it was like the idea is a lot of people last year when they started traveling, wanted these like big epic experiences where now people are more mindful of like, <laughs> right. and to, find an accommodation that really fits them versus maybe right. like a super adventurous thing. So yeah, if you want like seclusion and peace and quiet, the longhouse on Kauai, beautiful. You never have to leave. Like, yeah, I was really jealous of you guys. You guys are <laughs> posting stuff on our group chat and the Instagram. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I mean, I, I stayed at a really, don't get me wrong. Though. I know. It was it was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. There was a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, jealousy, I guess, and and <laughs> but everyone was staying at really nice places. Yeah. Yeah. So we have we have you know different categories if you're looking to really just you know heal you know and you know you, you maybe had a stressful year and mm-hmm. you want a lot of healing opportunities. We have a place for that type of traveler. If you're if you're a couple, you know that's kind of mm-hmm. why I went to the Hotel Wailea. It's an adults only luxury resort on Maui that's like legitimately built for couples. Right. Um, adults only. <laughs> Right. There are no kids. Um, Just yeah, amazing. It's, it's really, it was really nice. I don't want to like bag on kids too much, but right. man, not having kids around, it's a lot quieter. Yeah. Um, but on, you know, on the other side, we also have, uh, you know, the perfect hotel for families mm-hmm. um, and that has a big write-up. So we have four main, you know, four big write-ups, um, you know, and then we also have um, within those write-ups, we have lists of five other alternative accommodations as well that we think are really great. Uh, different kinds of escapes um yeah and that's kind of the issue i don't want to give away too much i know um but it it's really a great issue. issue yeah yeah i mean look at this issue it looks fun it looks, it looks fun. like it looks nice and warm mm-hmm. adventurous playful yeah you know i know it's winter you know it's it's probably unlike here probably kind of cold river you know you are maybe and maybe mm-hmm. it's a little cloudy a little rainy i mean this is just a a pop of color right um, on your on your doorstep, if you are subscribed, if you'd like to subscribe, you can go to hoytmagazine.com backslash subscribe. 
Um, you can also just go to our website. There's a button right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can find these on a lot of different shelves. Um, you know, yeah. we're in like Barnes and Noble. Um, yes. We're in uh, Foolam uh, yeah. sometimes. Uh, we're in Safeway sometimes. Um, you can also just buy these copies directly from our shop, uh, hoitmagazine.com backslash shop. You'll be taken to our Shopify account and you can buy the issue right there. You can also subscribe to our digital uh, edition. So while you won't have the physical copy, you can still read all the stories and see all the pictures on your phone or your iPad or your laptop, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, yeah. So we would love it if you grabbed an issue uh, yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's all I really had. Grace, where can people, uh, where can people find us? Oh, you can find us on everything. You can find us on Facebook, yeah, you Instagram, can. YouTube, and TikTok. TikTok now. And, you know, we're getting higher, fo- a lot of followers on TikTok because we're creating some fun content. Um, That's right. Grace yeah, is yeah. going to be a TikTok influencer. Exactly. <laughs> Peace out. Retire from this. Yeah. Make yeah. some real money. Yeah. No, I definitely won't. I don't have like, <laughs> a TikToker, but, you know, still check us out on everything because we have a lot of fun content even some stuff that you won't necessarily see on web and see you know yeah just connect with us and follow us on social absolutely and wow. uh yeah here's here's to another 100 episodes yay um season we're two. starting season two exactly it was a long first season i know season one was like four years so here we go season yeah. two yeah strap in uh, okay. Well, thanks everyone for, for tuning in and we will see you all, uh, in a week or sorry, two weeks, excuse me. We'll see you all in two weeks. Okay. Bye. Bye.